The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, this is only the second week that I'm really figuring out how this YouTube works and this way of broadcasting and and our little exchanges around the mics and the volume at the beginning it was actually quite nice for me. It really began to break open the idea that, or dissolve the idea that uh, this whole medium is a little bit impersonal. Um, to see your responses and to feel your mutual support in figuring this out and feeling it somewhat interactive this way. Um, I just I just felt delight and and warmth and happiness to even more so to share this with all of you. So thank you. So then <clears throat> So then to um continue on this five part series on effort in practice, especially in meditation practice. Uh, the first uh, week, first day was initiating effort. And then it was being able to discern the uh, appropriate places to put our effort, the right endeavor, and to put our life energy into those things which are supportive, helpful, freeing, uh, skillful, uh, and to avoid putting them into, put effort into, not to letting go of that which is unskillful, unhelpful. As we do this more, as we get a sense of how to navigate and what we put our effort into, how we put our effort, uh, what we focus on, um, this is part of in meditation of our engagement and involvement with the present moment. And certainly it's possible to get busy trying to adjust everything all the time. But um, it's also, uh, if we really take this to heart and understand this discernment this towards that which is helpful, supportive, at some point we realize that working too hard, straining, being busy, uh, trying to be too perfect in meditation is actually counterproductive. That uh, trying to do meditation perfectly you only end up doing it imperfectly. Um, I like to think kind of, I don't have any, you know, it's not a hard and fast figure, but I kind of have this idea that um, it's kind of like um, uh, meditation practice, which is 60% good, whatever that is, um, is actually much better than meditation practice that we're trying to be 90% good meditator, 100%, that uh, we want to give ourselves leeway and be relaxed about how things are and, and not be troubled by how things are so that there can be a greater settling, a greater letting go, a greater uh, discovery of ease with what is. And of course there are difficulties as we meditate. And then and the effort can be, uh, how do we not be troubled by the difficulty? How do we not get reactive or constricted or tight or self-critical around the difficulties. And this effort, the effort to find how to be in a way that is more at ease and less reactive, less 
harsh, less heavy or, or you know, stressful, is this ongoing effort to kind of find our way. And so the right endeavoring is not a problem, but it's actually freeing, settling. And as we go along with this, uh, we find that uh, uh, build up continuity of effort, continuity of kind of being engaged in the meditation, and it's nourishing to be engaged. It's settling. It's, it feels like the doors are opening to greater calm or peace or equanimity or just kind of just or greater kind of feeling like we're authentic or connected to what's real as opposed to fixing and manipulating and changing what's going on. And so the third kind of effort that I want to focus on today is, uh, could be called continuous effort but that might be sound again like a lot of work. Um, I, another way of talking about it is effort that is persistently relaxed or, re, or relaxed persistence. So a continuity of effort where being at ease or relaxed is built into how we're aware and then settling in and letting that be more continuous. And that builds naturally on its own every time we come back from the mind wandering off and settle back, settle back, that um, the, the, uh, the momentum of being lost in thought or being thinking begins to quiet down. It's like every time we start over again, we're decreasing the amount of fuel that keeps active thinking going. The amount that we decrease, it might be very small, imperceptible, but if we do it a hundred times in a session of meditation, uh, it makes a difference and slowly settle. If we come back to the present moment and then have a gentle dedication, let's just stay here, hang out here, let's try to be upright and have some strength and just be here with the experience. Not straining, not demanding, and not expecting to be successful even, but just a dedication or maybe a devotion. Let me hang here with this, be with it. And then we wander off and we start again. And over time, um, the idea is to cultivate and find a continuity. A lot of the deeper benefits of meditation practice have come when the effort to be present or the ability to be present um, as a continuity through time. Uh, and that not only is in meditation, formal meditation itself, but it's also in everyday life. That if we can have some semblance of some connection to being attentive aware as we go through our day, um, the continuity of awareness is kind of like a magnet for uh, beneficial states. It's a magnet for better understanding of ourselves and how to navigate and find ourselves. And it gives us a greater capacity to not uh, continue to fuel unhelpful, unhelpful states. Uh, states that are maybe caught up in greed, hate, and delusion or where we collapse into fear. And uh, so, um, so this continuity of attention kind of uh, provides breathing room for our life. And that's greater space, greater connection to what's going on. And so that is, a, the direction is continuous effort. And, uh, you know, so at the beginning of getting into that, it takes a little bit of work, it takes remembering, it takes valuing it. And it, and it really supported by feeling the goodness of it and appreciating it. If we just keep thinking it's work, 
and we keep thinking that, you know, I'm not doing a good job and we're critical of ourselves, it's not a very pleasant, inviting state for the mind to stay present in. But if we can find some way to hold our practice, hold how we are with generosity, with kindness, with compassion, with uh, ease, and just kind of, okay, not my standard, not trying too hard, not berating ourselves, but kind of delight in just the capacity to be aware or appreciate the value of being real or, or value, yes, now you can be more careful and not make mistakes in what you say or do that somehow it feels inviting and satisfying to be connected and present. So the effort to be, starts being more continuous. You want to do this, you want to do this. It's maybe a little bit like, um, you know, if you play sports or a game or musical instrument, um, you know, if you really enjoy what you're doing, the effort to play the, to do the activity, um, you know, it's, it's, there's no, there's no, active, it's not like work, you have to do it. It's more like, now I get to play and we kind of get absorbed or lost in the experience because we're so delighted by it. It is possible to have that kind of approach with meditation. It takes a while to build it up, but in order to build it up, there has to be some joy, some delight, some, however small it might be, or some appreciation, oh, this is good to be here. That doesn't come quickly in meditation practice. Sometimes it takes months and maybe some years to really get a lot of the, you know, deep, deep appreciation. Oh, this is home. This is. But the continuity of effort is bringing us to uh, towards that place. And one of the ways to practice the effort to make to get there can be kind of maybe. All of it can be held underneath the, the expression, relaxed persistence. Persistence by itself, the word, might lend itself to striving and pushing and straining. But relaxed persistence, the relaxed part by itself, might lead to complacency or sleepiness or dullness. But these two together, relaxed persistence, and um, they support each other, uh, making effort, but uh, staying calm while making the effort. So um, we make the initial effort to keep showing up, and that's something that even experienced meditators are still doing because the mind is changeable and all that. So sometimes we're just doing the effort to show up, to start again, to start again. And then as we connect to what's happening, then there can be this right endeavor. We can find our bearings, understand how to be present, how to meditate in a way that's supportive, and making those adjustments. The have to make adjustments that are supportive and helpful. At some point, we don't want to make too many adjustments because then we just keep agitated. We're making the adjustments that lead to greater calm and subtleness. And then as we settle in, then uh, to have some dedication or some effort, okay, now let's see if I can stay here. Let me stay open. Let me stay receptive. Let me stay connected. Let me stay tethered to the moment or tethered to the breath in a nice way. 
um, a wonderful uh, image that I used many years ago for myself and my practice to help me with this continuity of attention to my breathing that um, kind of provided for me kind of something like the right tension or tautness uh, and uh, this balance between relaxation and persistence was I'd imagine I would imagine that um, uh, I was flying a kite, and in my may not my understanding of flying a kite is that if there's a strong wind, you want to uh, loosen up the string so it's not too much tension on it and let it go a little bit. And that, but if there's uh, less wind, you want to pull it in. So there's a little bit of air pressure against it to hold it up. So in this, if that's accurate enough, that was how I saw it for myself, that um, as I was breathing, I wanted to keep just the right tautness between the attention and the breathing, just to write the, the, the string of attention right there. And sometimes I would uh, uh, let it out a little bit more and let the breathing kind of you know, be a little more free as I was aware of it. And other times I'd bring it closer and feel it. And I was kind of, you know, with the oscillation of breathing in and breathing out, this idea there was a string and I was keeping that attention there and moving with it back and forth was one of the many ways that I've cultivated continuity of awareness through time. So, as you go by about your daily life today, uh, you might see if uh, what joy, delight, what, what's great about if you can just stay aware, stay receptive, stay attentive in a more continuous way. Maybe uh, start with uh, 30 seconds at a time. And maybe you can increase to one minute or two minutes. Don't set up high, too high standards, but just uh, see what the benefits come from that and what goes on. So thank you very, very much. And, um, and I look forward to coming down here to IMC and, and sitting here alone with all of you. Um, so until tomorrow, be well. Thank you.